Hey y'all, it's Chaponica with Go Ahead Girl Podcast, and I am so thankful for this is a new day that the Lord has made, and we're going to be glad and rejoice in it. It is Thursday morning, Friday Eve, and I'm just thankful. This has been a pretty good week, um, very busy, but all in all, the Lord is still good and He's still faithful. So I know you've probably been wondering, where have she, where has she been? I have like literally... Um, been trying to complete 21 days of fasting with my church because we did it as a whole um, during this month and it ended on this past Saturday. And so I did record um, the last episode during the fast and the Holy Spirit was like, for the next two weeks, just take off and completely just focus on me because I had asked the Lord for some specific things during the fast. And so um. I really just wanted to make sure that I was spending the time that I had um, during this time to just really concentrate and dig in um, with the Holy Spirit and really dig into the Word of God and um, into my time with Him. So I spent the time that I would normally spend studying for the podcast or um, studying for the message that He gave me. And I just really um, took that time to expand on my quiet time with the Lord and it really benefited me so much in these last 21 days. Um, there is so much that I want to talk to you all about, but I really just want to focus on the fast and how it just really um, cleansed my soul. The Bible says that some things only come by prayer and fasting, and I believe that is true. I believe that there are some things that you, you some um, bondage that you can't come out of, only but through prayer and fasting. There are some things that you need to break off of your life, some strongholds that can only be broken by prayer and fasting. And and it really has benefited me in the best way on this fast. And I'm sorry, I think I'm probably coming down with a cold, but um, I feel better. I did a Daniel's fast and it's so funny how that came about because I am a completely meat-eating child. I love meat. And I'm not a dessert person. I'm a steak and potato type girl. So um, that's my thing. And so it was so funny because I know a few weeks before the fast started, I told somebody, I was like, I cannot go without meat. Like, I have to have it. I have to have it for every meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, meat. And so it was so funny because I had started to read a book and it was written by my pastor. It's called Fresh Air. And as I was reading it, he was talking about fasting and how he did the Daniel's fast and how, you know, it really benefited him, um, how he really began to hear from the Lord and everything and how it benefited his relationship with God. And so I was like, you know what, Lord, I don't know what you're trying to tell me. I'm going to do the church fast, but I ain't giving up no meat. And so um, the closer it got to the fast, I knew that the Lord wanted me to fast Um the way that Daniel did, just fruits and vegetables. They have grains, but I didn't do a lot of grains, so it was really hard for me um, at first. But this is the first fast that um, I was able to complete um, and not cheat on it. And I think I know what made the difference was that I had um, prayed about this, and I knew that it was something the Lord wanted me to do. I knew it was something I needed to do. Um, for spiritual healing, for physical healing, for mental healing. And those are three of the things that I asked God for. I asked God for mental clarity and for um, 
to help me make lifestyle changes throughout this fast that will stick and hold. And um, it's only been a couple of days, five days after the fast, actually. And the Lord has just been faithful throughout it all. And he's really shown himself um, during this time to me. I mean, he's been doing that the whole time anyway, but he's really um, made me believe in the power of prayer and fasting through this this fast because I've done fast in the past and um, I'm just going to be honest, I would cheat because I would just give in and I would allow the things that I'm fighting to this, I'm, I want this fast to heal in me and help me with, I'm not fighting against those things. And so one of the things that I really learned during this fast that really helped me out, and it's the most important thing I believe that I learned, um, was the difference that the Spirit of God makes. And when we are really yielding to the Spirit, um, how He will come in and take control when we don't have um, the strength to do it. Because really, you cannot fast and pray without the Holy Spirit, without our Heavenly Father um, strength in him giving us um, the power and the the um, strength to do it. And so one of the things that I know is that um, when you're going to decrease and take away from yourself, that you need the Lord. And that's what walking as a Christian is about. We have to depend on God. And just like in a fast, we have to depend on that prayer. That's why it's prayer and fasting, because that's really what's going to get us through. And I really, I really just enjoy this fast. And um, it has really got me into a mindset of prayer and fasting. And I want to continue in a lifestyle that is a fasted one. And so the Lord has just been showing me all this stuff that I can do differently and that I am preparing to do. And so um, that I've already started doing really because I start trying to eat meat again this week and it, it's been a little rough on me and I'm thinking about being a vegan, but that's for another day because I'm really like fighting against that right now. But if um, the Lord's will um, and if that's what he wants for me to do, then that's what I'll be doing. But for right now, I'm really just trying to um, continue to eat healthy because one of the biggest things that the Lord took away from me was my um, desire for sweets. Like normally... Um, I will want like chocolate all the time. And um, the Lord is just really taking that away. Like I don't, my cravings for um, carbs and um, sweets and just wanting to eat all day and sitting at my desk at work eating and not being able to have power over food. I feel like I have that power now. And I'm so thankful because I know it's only because of the Holy Spirit. So back to my lesson. The Lord really just was showing me how we, being spiritual beings, living a human, natural life, we have to learn how to make that spirit um, become stronger than our flesh because we are born sinners and we are born into a human nature. And although we are spirit first, because we are born into the flesh and we're raised in that, those are the things that kind of take precedent when we're growing up, unless we're raised with parents who know how to, you know, train us up in the spiritual things of life. And I'm not saying that my parents aren't um, Christ followers, but um, they do it the best they could. And so um, there are some things that I'm having to learn 
and that I have been learning um, just by spending time with the Lord. And so um, one of the things that helped me out during this fast was reading Daniel during the fast and just looking at the way that God moves in his life and what he did during the fast. And so one of the things that um, got me into this topic that I'm about to get ready to talk about was that Daniel had purposed in his heart not to defile himself with the king's delicacies. See, they were available to him because he, um, during the exile, he was one of the people that King Nebuchadnezzar appointed, he and the three Hebrew boys, to um, be trained up in the way of the um, Chaldeans. And so he had these things available to him, all of the king's meat, delicacies, wine. And so Daniel was like, you know what? They're available, but I'm not going to defile myself with that. I'm going to choose to walk the way that the Lord has called me to walk. Because see, back in those times, it was um, it was not okay for them to eat meat that was offered up to idols. And that's what you know, that's what's doing their time. And so Daniel was not going to eat um, the meat and the things that the king had prepared for him to eat. And so he challenged, um, he asked the the Enoch, the person who was over them, the guard to, um, he's not called Enoch, I'm sorry, y'all, the guard that was over them to test him, you know, and see if he would not be better off not eating the king's meat. And the Lord showed up and it says that Daniel and the three Hebrew boys were so much better looking, so much more wise than all of the other um, Chaldean men who were eating the king's meat. And so they allowed them to continue not to defile themselves. And so I was just like, Lord, how did Daniel do it? Like, what was, what was it that made the difference? And the Lord said it was the spirit. And so Back during Daniel's time, the Holy Spirit wasn't really living in people, but it was resting on them. And I believe that the Holy Spirit rested on Daniel. I really do, because he had strength and um, understanding and wisdom. And I know that that only comes from God, the way that he was able to do things and the visions and being able to tell someone their dream. Like the Lord really just was with him. And I knew that... um. That's what I wanted for my life. I wanted to obey God in such a way that other people, because eventually King Nebuchadnezzar came to see that the only true and living God is the only true and living God. And he was able to recognize that through Daniel's obedience um, and through Daniel's um, ability to not waver um, when it was easy to waver and it was easy. It was available to him to choose something else. And so the Bible says that um, all things are lawful, but not all things are beneficial. Like you can do things and you have the freedom to do them. Lord, The Lord gives you free will, but not everything is beneficial to you. So I wanted to, to learn how to make decisions that were godly and not you know, just on big things like um, sex and dating and um, adultery, like the, the sins that we, you know, can see. I wanted to make decisions in simple areas, things that we neglect, like what we eat and um, what we say to people. Should I go here or go there? And that's what the Spirit of God does for us. Um, so 
I did study this a whole lot. And so um, the Lord just really has just continued to bless me and download and show me. And so one of the ways that he began to show me, I was reading in Psalm 51 and 11. Um, this was a psalm that David had written after Nathan, the prophet, um, came to him to tell him about his um, sleeping with Bathsheba. And David was so grieved that he had done this thing and sinned against God that he wrote a psalm. And in there he says, and he asks God to create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. And the word renew means to um, restore, to bring me back, to um, to make me better than before. So bring me back to the place because Daniel had a right spirit. I'm sorry, David had a right spirit. And then he allowed himself to be taken over by um, the flesh. And he allowed his flesh to to win over the, his spirit when he knew better. And so he just asked the Lord to create in him a clean heart, to renew a right spirit within him. And he asked the Lord to not take his presence from him and to keep his Holy Spirit there because at that time, he had seen how the Holy Spirit and how God had taken his spirit away from Saul. And he didn't want that same thing to happen to him. So he was quick to confess his sin. And sometimes we don't we don't recognize the smallest of sin like gluttony, how we overeat, how we um, overspend on things that we don't need, idolatry, how we um, idolize things and make them gods over us. And for me, food was a big one. And I hadn't realized that um, I'm laughing because I knew better, but I just hadn't really known the effect that it had on me. And so um, the Lord was just showing me that it's not by power or by might, but it's by his spirit. He will get things done in his life by his spirit. So as we listen to his spirit, as we follow it, as we exercise our spiritual selves more often, the flesh will begin to submit. And now after the fast is over, I can tell myself and my flesh, oh, you're not having that. You're not eating that. You're not going to do that. You're not going to say that. You're not going to go there. And it's easier for me to do it because during these 21 days, I have been denying myself, decreasing that the Lord may increase. And I think that's that's really what makes the difference. It's denying ourselves what we want in our human selves, in our flesh, and opening ourselves up to the Spirit, to His voice, to His way, to His will, and just being led there and following. Um, one of the things that I found really interesting when I was studying Acts was that Paul um, was being led by the Spirit. And um, I really had never seen this text until I started studying the Spirit and, and how um, the Spirit makes the difference. And so I'm just going to read this little passage. It's from Acts 16, 6 through 9. And it says, Next, Paul and Silas traveled through the area of Prygea and Galatia because the Holy Spirit had prevented them from preaching the word in the province of Asia at that time. Then coming to the borders of Mysia, they headed north for the province of Bithyria. But 
Again, the Spirit of Jesus did not allow them to go there. So instead, they went on through Myasia to the seaport of Troas. Troas, I'm sorry. That night, Paul had a vision, and a man um, from Macedonia and North Greece was standing there pleading with him to please come over to Macedonia and help us. So Paul says, we decided to leave for Macedonia. Having concluded that God was calling us to preach the good news there, twice the Lord had prevented them from going somewhere where they thought they were supposed to go. And Paul had to rest. I mean, he had to figure it out. He didn't go there because he wanted to or because he didn't know where he wanted to go. He made sure that he was listening and being guided by the Spirit. Because do you know that we in our natural selves can do something that the Holy Spirit is telling us not to do? What if Paul had, you know, been like, well, I'm, I want to go over to the province of Asia anyway, even though the Lord told me not to. And something happened to him that was worse off than what he's gone through. Like we have to be sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit. And one of the ways we can do that is through prayer and fasting. And so Paul listened and he didn't go to the first place that he thought he was supposed to go. And so he just kept going on. And then he was going to go into this other place. And the Lord, the Holy Spirit stopped him and he didn't go there. And so he stopped by the sea and rested. And as he rest, he had a vision and the Lord showed him where he was supposed to go. The Lord made it clear and plain and simple before him. I believe a lot of the times, especially I know for me, is that I rush ahead of God if I don't hear him in enough time. And Paul didn't do that. He waited on clear instruction. And I believe when the Lord gives you something, he makes it plain. You don't have to keep asking him. He will show you. Just thank him for it because it's already done. I'm in the spirit. And so the Lord knows where he wants you to go. You just have to be sensitive to his spirit and and listen. If you're if you're about to make a big decision in your life right now, I don't know what it is. It could be about a move, about a job, about ending a friendship, about ending your marriage. Don't do it. Just don't act abruptly. Allow the Holy Spirit um, to minister to you. And if you don't know how to do that, you just Ask the Lord to show you, guide you, and lead you if you're not going to make the right decisions. And the way we know that um, God is leading us is that he will begin to close doors that that were supposed to be easy to walk through. And he will begin to open doors that we didn't think was the way. And God will guide you. But you have to yield to the Holy Spirit. To yield means to just... um, It means to just pause for a moment, to let the Holy Spirit lead you, just yield to him and allow him to lead you with all truth because he will do it. He showed Paul where to go. He gave him clear vision and Paul didn't make his own way like we do often. We we go with the flesh too, too easy. And the Lord was showing me that, that I go with the flesh too easy, especially when it concerns my food. Like, I know I should be eating better, but you know what, Lord? My flesh really want some chocolate today. I really want to eat like three Snickers bars. And I'm sitting at my desk in a bag of chips and consuming all this stuff that the Holy Spirit is like, you wonder why you feel so tired. 
You wonder why you're in a bad mood. It's because you're feeding your emotions. You're feeding your flesh, whatever it wants. And your spirit is suffering because of that. And so it was it was, it was, it was amazing for me to read that word and realize that the Lord is concerned about even the simplest things. He's concerned about that. That's why he was telling um, when he asked Paul, um, I'm sorry, not Paul, when he asked Peter to go pray with him when he got to Gethsemane and then they get, he gets there with the disciples and he's like, wait here while I go and pray. And he was like, just wait here while I go and pray. And the Lord was really having a tough time because he was about to make one of the biggest decisions that will affect humanity for the rest of his life. And it was hard for him. It says, and then it says in Matthew 26, 40 through 41. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. He asked Peter, so you couldn't even stay awake with me one hour? He told them to stay awake with me and pray so that you won't enter into temptation. Because the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Like your spirit wants to do what is right. Because that is the part of you that is most like God. But your flesh is so weak. And for most of us, um, we look at them. We're like, well, the flesh is weak. The flesh is weak. No, sweetie, your flesh is fighting against your spirit constantly. So we have to make sure we're keeping our flesh in check. And the only way we can do that is by making our spirit and um, by allowing the Holy Spirit to be stronger in us that we can make spiritual decisions. Um, based upon the word of God, based upon the things that we hear God tell us, just by yielding to him, based upon the things that we know that the Holy Spirit is working on the inside of us to will and to do. And so he just told, he told Peter, stay awake and pray so you won't enter into temptation. This is how you will not allow things to triumph over you. You pray. And you are vigilant, you are watchful, and you are looking at the things that you are doing. You are being um, intentional. You are being um, vigilant. You are watching and you are praying, making sure that you do not enter into temptation. And the Lord showed them that simple truth by asking them to come and pray and they went to sleep because the the Lord asked him to stay awake, to just sit with me one hour, stay awake. And then he came back and asked him to stay awake again. And do you know they went back to sleep? They went back to sleep. And so the Lord was just like, look, the spirit is willing. Your spirit wants to pray. It wants to stay up at night when you want to go to sleep. It wants to wake up early in the morning when you want to sleep in. It wants to spend time with the Lord. It wants to fast. But the flesh, honey, it don't want to do none of that. It want to go to sleep when it wants to. It want to eat when it wants to. It want to go off on people when it wants to. And um, in our next episode, I'm really going to be talking about um, the difference between decisions that we're making in our flesh and decisions that are coming out of our spirit and how to discern between the two. Because I believe that the word of God wants us, I believe that God wants us to be making more spiritual decisions, exercising our spirit, that it may become stronger than our flesh, and we're able to tell it what to do. And um, I just know that we need to be paying attention to how we live. And I know that because the word of God says that. It tells us to pay attention to how we live so that 
Um, We won't live like the foolish people, but we will live like the wise people, making the most of time because the days are evil so that we don't do what is foolish, but we understand what the will of the Lord is. And understanding what the will of the Lord is comes from the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God helps us to understand His will, and it helps us to do it that we don't live like the unwise. The unwise live according to the flesh. They live according to what they want. They have selfish desires and intentions and motives. But the person who is wise, who lives by the Spirit, they are led by the Spirit and they make decisions based upon what the Spirit wants. It is so um, critical that we get this down in our spirit because the Spirit of God lives on the inside of us. He's not just there just because. He's there because he wants us to live a life worthy of the calling that God has um, given us, worthy of God um, sending his son to die for us. We're not living in vain, and and I don't want to live in vain. And that's what this um, fast has really taught me about the spirit is that I can live a life of freedom because the Lord has called us to freedom in him. It says, well, the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom. And so... Excuse me. The spirit of the Lord lives on the inside of me. And I know that everywhere I go, every decision I make is one that's going to either put me um, into the bondage of something else or it's going to free me from something. So every decision I make is either going to free me or it's going to bind me. Which one? Which one am I going to choose? And it, it, they're obvious decisions. There are things that we overlook all the time, simple things. I know um, during this fast, I'm going to tell this quick story. Um, I had learned that someone had taken something from me. I mean, they probably don't know that they they took it because they probably thought that they were doing right in them in their own eyes that they deserved it or whatever. But I've had such a peace um, that I cannot trade that for anything. And so I was I had all the evidence that they took it. I have all the evidence that it belongs to me and that I can have it back and I could go open up this whole can of worms. But the Lord said, as I was walking during my lunch break one day, when I was about to go handle this situation, as I thought it was during the fast and the Holy Spirit said, how much does it cost? And I said, what you talking about, Lord? And he said, how much does your peace cost? Is it worth the fight? And I was like, you know what, Lord, it's really not. And then he began to show me how I had told him that I had forgiven this person already for things that they had done previously. And I told him that I wasn't bringing hatred and unforgiveness into the new year. And he reminded me of that. And then he began to tell me and show me that he forgave me and that forgiveness is a spiritual decision and that unforgiveness is flesh because it's selfish, because it's about me. And he began to just stir up the spirit of forgiveness on the inside of me and remind me of what I told him. I wasn't going back into the bondage of unforgiveness, that I was going to walk in the freedom of forgiveness, freedom to live in peace with people, freedom to live in peace with God. Because I don't want to be bound to people living in unforgiveness. I want to be free. And so... 
The Bible does tell us where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. That's 2 Corinthians 3 and 17. Releasing me from bondage in every area. I will not be bound or stepping back into the Spirit. I'm stepping back into the flesh. I will only be led by the Spirit. Because things like forgiveness only happens through the Spirit. That's a spiritual decision. Because it's out of love. Unforgiveness is selfish. It's selfish. It's thinking that we know right. That we know what's best. Especially when God has forgiven us of everything that we've done. And so I just encourage you to go study the Spirit. I'm going to... um record my next podcast real soon probably um this week i'll just post the other one because it is so much good word and so much good instruction that the holy spirit has given me and i want to share it with you all and so i pray that this one has been good to you it's good to me when i was learning it but um i pray that it's been good to you and i pray that you all have a great thursday um also If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please, 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 please feel free to email me at glowaheadgirl at gmail.com. And also, I just want to say thank you all. I love you all. Thank you for listening. I pray the Spirit of God is moving in your lives and on your behalf. Until next time, you all be blessed and glow ahead, girl.